Hello and welcome to Unscripted Gaming. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm here with some uh, friends of mine. Hi. Josh, what up? Josh and Ray. They're here to uh, bulldoze over my uh, countdowns to count start the episode, but that's fine. You didn't hear that. So. You only had to try, like, you only had to do it, like, four times before we actually, like, got rolling, so. True. It's I'd fine. say I'd say that's a, in unscripted gaming terms, that's pretty good. You're right. Honestly, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll chalk that up as a W. That's all right. <laughs> you'll, okay. take, you'll take the win. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, uh, hey, it's been a while it's since we uh, yeah. had an a- had an episode, so Yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray and I both mm-hmm. uh, you know, moved house as they say across the pond, so we uh we we had to take some time to uh, get our get our new recording studio set up, so you know, here we here we are. Have a study. As do Ooh. I. I've got this nice L-shaped desk that I need to find three friends to help me move to the right position because it's fucking heavy. How? how is it like one unit? Yeah, it's one unit. Oh, it's not like sectioned No. Up. I am so glad modern furniture caught up to the fact that people might have to move I mean, furniture by... I mean, I could pull it apart, but it, <laughs> it's a process. But Why? Basic, basically, when we leave this house in 10, 20, 30, 40 years, this desk stays. <laughs> <laughs> it came with the house. came into yep, this house. It, it is a permanent fixture. Yeah. <laughs> I had some furniture like that when I moved out of my apartment, except instead of in the apartment, I left it behind the dumpster because it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So, uh, we should talk about video games. Um, if you guys don't mind, I want to start with the one that I really wanted to talk Go. about a couple weeks ago. Ah, um, yes. Metroid the, the Return of Samus. 3DS game, uh, which is a Metroid 2 remake. An- another Metroid 2 uh, remake. We'll oh, wait, that. no, Before wrong way. Before we do, though, I, I want to go ahead and give the <laughs> underdog um, a chance. I know Josh loves Metroid because his handle is Metroid Man. Josh knows I love. I've I've been no I've been known to we play a Metroid have, game or two. We have a couple let's plays on our own channel, and there's some of our more popular videos. And Nintendo's making money off of a couple of them. Go figure out which ones. That's <laughs> 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 well, not funny. It's really not funny. Actually, it's it, it pisses me off every day when I see that when I when I look at the Metroid. I'm, I should stop talking about it. Anyways, uh, Mark. It's gonna make yourself mad again. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Mike, what are your thoughts on Metroid? I don't know how much of a Metroid fan. Uh, you know, I'm not really a huge Metroid fan. I, I mean, the last um the, oh, come on. Don't. Oh, that was me, that was nothing. Are you, oh, you're you're yawning. I thought face. you were just throwing massive shade at me. I'm like, if you have something to say, Joshua, please speak up. Thank you. Um, I don't play too many Metroid games. I mean, the last 2D Metroid I, I really played sunk any amount of time into was Metroid Fusion all the way to A ago. great one. Um, That's the next uh, one I'm working on um, for a Let's Play. So. I, I did like Metroid Prime. I would be... It, 
I would be interested in playing uh, a, a follow-up to Metroid Prime. It's yeah. called Metroid um, Prime 2. <laughs> well, Metroid Prime 2 is a bad game. Metroid no, Prime 2? Metroid Prime yeah. 2 is a padded game. <laughs> it's like, let's take this game that was bad, fine and then add more mechanics that make it bad. That's a good idea. We should do that. I, I will say the boss fights in Metroid Prime 2 are some of the worst in the series. Unforgivable. Yeah, I'm specific. I'm almost exclusively talking about the Spider Ball. Oh my god! Oh I, I god. still think Fuck about every comic you wrote, Ray, when we were like 16 years old about Metroid Prime 2. Just the ridiculousness of that. Oh yes, yes. We're where the Luminoth Guardian had, like, the light armor the entire time, said so you had to prove yourself to have this. You mean this fucking armor prevents all damage that I've been just tanking? <laughs> oh, and then Samus shoots a Luminoth Guardian. Or Metroid, you know, Metroid Prime 2, <laughs> subtitle, I took one health bar, one health pot of damage, so now I have to wait in this bubble for three minutes for no good reason. That's fun. I forgot about <sighs> waiting in the bubble to regain. So yeah, you you played some Metroid games, okay? Uh, I'm cool. But I'm I have cool. I have not played uh, new the new Metroid, so I'm not a. Uh, I have not played AM2R or Metroid Samus Return, Met, whatever the 3DS one was called. Samus Returns. It's just called Metroid Metro Party. There's Metroid uh, Two: Samus The Return of. Yeah, there's, there's Metroid Two: The Return of Samus, and then the updated one is just Metroid Samus Returns. Yo. So uh. I beat Samus Returns a couple weeks ago. I actually stayed up. It took me... I don't know how long it took you, Josh, but it took me 16 I, goddamn hours. I still haven't... I, okay, so and real quick aside. I now have a 3DS. the first time I've ever had one. Uh, Ray, Ray was kind enough to send me his um, copy because he was buying one of the new 2DSs. I got a story for you on that. <clears throat> oh, great. Well, so he, he sent that to me, you know, I, I looked at it as like a nice little house ring present, and then I went and bought Samus Returns, and I started playing it, and uh, so I, I have actually got to play it, but I have not finished it. Um, Ray, I'll let you finish okay. your anecdote before uh, I, I get to my thoughts, too. So yeah, I, I was given my old 3DS to Josh, because uh, as kind of a, a new housewarming present to myself, and Josh, you can have this housewarming present, my old 3DS, and yeah. I would say good condition. Uh, I don't know, it, it's good. I didn't like throw it around everywhere. It's been in so many goddamn countries. Um, so I <laughs> thought about being a dick to Josh. Ah. Because <laughs> be a, that would be such a, have, a shocking turn of events. I know, I know what you're gonna say. I know exactly what you're gonna say. You were not gonna set. You were not gonna send me a power cord, were you? No, I was seriously thinking about. You know, we have a whole podcast episode wow. where you are sitting there sucking off Nintendo, saying the new 3DS, it's okay, it doesn't come with a power cord. Guess what? The new 2DS XL came with came with a power cord. And it came with a micro SD card. They're just feeding you everything to be a good consumer. The new 3DS came with a middle finger and a console in the box. So I thought about sending Josh the new 3DS with a picture of me giving the middle finger oh where the power cord should be located. That's weird. Why is there this like 70% off coupon for a Wii U? That seems weird. Huh. <laughs> 
Reggie, no. <laughs> but I was actually a nice. I was actually a nice guy, and I acted, and I acted like a mm-hmm. decent human being, Nintendo. And I sent uh-huh. Josh the power cord so that when he got the console, he could actually use it. So once, so just just as like a roundabout, Josh, what are your <clears> thoughts? Real quick, couple seconds on actually having a power cord. It's nice, to turn on but I think console. it's the same one that I have from the Diaz, isn't it? Like they've kept no, that thing no, consistent. Oh one. no, different one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice. I haven't used it yet because you sent it to me with a full battery, and I haven't gotten through it yet. So, good on the 3DS battery. Checkmate. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's my that's my goal is to get through the game without having to charge it, and then I can just be like. That's not possible. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. That, I don't need any more. I'll, I'll just buy another one that, if I need it. Single exactly use 3DS. Let's <laughs> look at camera. Um, that kid, that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> throw it in the trash after he's done with it. <laughs> um, that game is long. That game is longer than any 2D Metroid has any right being. Um, it's fun. I guess. A ringing endorsement. And, uh, it's got, uh, you know, sequence breaking? Sequence breaking just doesn't exist in this game. It's actually impossible. They have designed certain mechanics in a way like, oh, I should be able to bomb jump over here. Nope, there's a fan yeah. specifically. Or like, the hey, there's like some sticky ass bullshit so you can't fucking spider ball up here. So or there's some. And you know what? As as a longtime Metroid fan, all that stuff did was just piss me off. I was like, I get you're trying to railroad me to explore all of the game without sequence breaking. Or some, or some of it, it's like game. we have a very specific puzzle we're trying to get you to solve. And yeah, you can see the solution if you were to like play this as a typical old Metroid game, but you can't do that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you wanted to, like, sequence break your way, like, do a certain space jump or a fake space jump or a wall hop uh, with a bomb jump, no, they still, like, account for that. And I'm like, I am shocked that you took it to the fact that I'm going to try to sequence break here, and then you made it impossible, and that's just... It's it's like if you're trying to explore the game in, like, the in-universe. The Chozo were dicks! (laughs) <laughs> Let's make this as hard to navigate as possible. No, you're gonna do this the right way, bitch. <laughs> also, something that uh, really angered me about Saints Returns, I had fun with the game. Honestly, I beat it a hundred percent, and I don't know if you saw the little things that stop you from getting certain items to get it to be a hundred percent, but they look familiar. And you might need a certain little buddy floating Ooh, next to you. Interesting. Items, you know like, like, like a companion. Yeah. To, to, to get 100% of the items in the game, you have to wait until you're at the end of the game. And that feels stupid to me. That feels really, really stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like the last thing I want to... You know, in Super Metroid, after I defeat Mother Brain, the last thing I want to do is like, ooh, gotta go back and get one more missile item tank. Hunt. No, it's not even one more. It's like ten. It's like ten other items are blocked off until you basically beat the game. How far back do you have to go to get those? There's warp points, but all over. All over the goddamn game. Every single area has a specific item that's blocked off. It's not two. 
<laughs> That's annoying. How did you do? We'll talk later. Okay. Okay. I'm talking. And, uh, <laughs> What's up? Mike, Mike is fucking with the camera on Zoom. Mike, Mike has learned how to zoom the camera. I'm not really sure what's happening, but it's... Metroid is... Bad. Stop. <laughs> it's... Stop. It's I bad. This game bad. It's not what? bad. It's just... Oh, <laughs> weird Metroid game. Oh, and all the doors. I've never played a Metroid game with so many different... Doors. Doors. Plasma doors. The char the charge door, door is one of the stupidest oh doors that's ever God, existed. Ever. The the charge beam door. <laughs> like, I I actually looked at them like, did the guy that created Metroid have a hand in this game? He was the producer. What the fuck? Are I mean, you remember remember Ray, we're in a we're in a post other M world. Anything is possible in Metroid. This is true. I'm gonna end. All right, so I'm gonna end my thoughts by saying this: AM2R is the better one. AM2R is the better Metroid. Spicy. Yeah. No, that's not even spicy. I think that's just the fair assessment. Thank you, Nintendo, for acknowledging Metroid as a franchise and a series and giving it some love and attention. But the fan game is better in so many ways that that respects the series. Honestly. Would you like the Metroid Man's? Uh thoughts and opinions i actually would love your thoughts and opinions. so i i will say i have not beaten the game i am about into area four and i will say this game feels while they're traversal it feels super linear um oh yeah yeah i've really 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 wish this game came out on the switch first thing i'll say okay all right as somebody who has never used the 3ds before the movement with that fucking thumb pad <laughs> is awful i i i will also agree that i got a couple hand cramps while playing this game every time every time i play it i have to stop because my hand gets sore yeah, oh. that happens. My screen's just went to sleep. <laughs> so um, I I really wish it had come out on the Switch because I want a, <laughs> I want a proper controller to play it, or at least give me some options that I can change the the <laughs> the controls so that I can put the movement on the D pad and then put the D pad stuff on the thumb. Like, give me some of those options. Um, personally, I feel like I. I like the move. I like the movement. I like the combat. I like the atmosphere of that world, but I feel like the combat gets a little rote at times. Like it's, it's, mm. it's really honestly. Every time I've been in somewhere, I'm like, yeah. why am I wasting time trying to like aim with this fucking thing? Like, let the enemy just charge me, parry it, shoot it. Yeah, yeah, solved. And it's just, it's, it's frustrating to feel like that is just there's just the one way to approach every situation because the controls don't really allow you to um tackle it different ways or it feels like it's just it's just a chore to do anything else other than sit wait for the charge and then parry shoot um have you encountered almost, the metroids like yet the... that 
Almost like the no, go ahead, Mike. Uh, almost like the parry is like too good to not use. Pretty much, yeah. Like, and and the the tell that an enemy is going to charge you is just so like it's so obvious. It's like there's a sound, the enemy charges up. There's a little flash of light, and it comes at you. And it's like you you know exactly what's happening. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm taking too much damage. It's just ching, poof, gag, gag, gag. Have you encountered the Mithros yet that fucking leave the goddamn room when they take too much damage and become invincible? No, I have not seen those yet. I've heard about them, and they sound like a bitch. It is padding. It is padding the game. There is no legitimate reason to do that except it's just padding. And uh, I hate it. I hated that. There, there's, there are, when you're hunting Metroids... There are some that, when they take too much damage, they're like, Oh, I'm just going to leave! And then you have to go... While they're leaving, you can't freeze them with your ice beam, which, fuck you. Oh, I can't! <laughs> There's, <laughs> so stop. You stop right there. You can't in-game explain this one away. Let me freeze them. They just, like, they go into a little hidey hole, and then they run away. And they're like, oh, they're gone. You have to go re-hunt that Metroid. It's in a different room. What room? I don't know. Go find out. I, why? What, the, the other Metroid games didn't do this. Why is this one doing this one? AM2R didn't do this one because it's a waste of time. Yeah, I, you know what? I, <laughs> I appreciate the game because it, it, it is a, a different take on what a 2D Metroid platformer can be today. And I, and I I think that there's room in the world for both the AM2R faithful recreation of Metroid 2 and then this, like, this new interpretation of the game in today. Kind of like, um, you know, Zero Mission added a lot of stuff that wasn't in the original Metroid. You know, they really took a lot of what platformers had become and looked like in that time and shaped the game around that. So I, I do appreciate that they they were willing to try something new i may not like everything about it but i i i appreciate that they've done it and i can see why they made the decisions that they made but i'll be honest that the part of the reason why i have not been playing this game as much is because another metroidvania style game has actually been taking up way more of my time um and i i can talk about that a little bit um please so it's a little it's not actually a metroidvania game the creators call it a metroguelike very clever um it's a small indie team i think it's just like a handful of people um but it's a game called a robot named fight and the premise is basically you're a a robot and these (laughs) right your your robot and this utopian robot and these name. fleshy monsters have descended from the heavens and you need to kill these fleshy monsters and you're a robot and your name is Fight, and it's a run based Metroid game, um, <laughs> and and if you play the game and I'm I might record myself playing some video and throw it up on the channel here soon. Please uh, there's do. There's a there's a lot of very clear inspirations from Metroid as the from the movement. Some of the upgrades, even the sounds, like sound very similar to a lot of stuff in Super Metroid. But honestly, it's a procedurally generated, run-based Metroid game. So you know, there's there's progression, there's backtracking. You're collecting items that allow you to get through different areas. But if you die, you go back to the beginning. And um, I think yeah, Mike and I were, like. yeah. So I think Mike and I were having this conversation um, like a week or so ago, and we're like. 
honestly, I can't believe somebody didn't come up with this sooner. Like, it it just seems like such a a logical next step. You know, people have been doing item randomizers mm-hmm. and Super Metroid hacks and stuff like that for so long. So, like, that somebody did, made that game on its own. Um, it I've just been having a lot of fun with it. I, you know, I love picking it up and just go, trying a couple runs. Um, I have done one successful run, got to the very end. It took me about an hour. Nice. Um, you can you can save, so you can like get halfway through a run, save, and come back to it later. Um, and there's, it's also got things like save points in the game, so you can go to a save point, and then if you die, you go back to that save point, and it's a it's a one time use thing. So if you die, you get to that save point, and then you can keep going and try again. So um, I have it's only like ten bucks on Steam. It's a lot of fun, and honestly, I find myself wanting to play that more than I do Samus Returns. I think that kind of speaks to him. I I feel like I'm a Metroid fan with Stockholm <laughs> Syndrome. I'm so happy Samus Returns exists. I don't want to shit on it. But I can't not point out its many, many flaws. And thus, that's why I beat it 100%. So I can never <laughs> go... So I can feel I, nice knowing I, think, I never I have think, to go yeah, back I think, yeah, I think a lot of it is just nostalgia. Like, we have nostalgia for a certain style of Metroid game, and... Honestly, we look more for that than we do some of the modern touches that can be brought to a uh, the series. So, you know, it, again, yeah. I'm glad that they're working on it, but... Good luck finding those Amiibos, by the way. I've been trying, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a Nintendo product, and it's limited Shocking. release, so fuck me, the consumer. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to bash the yeah. uh, the, the Sandwich Returns too much, because that, that's how you get AFFR. How dare you shorten its name? It doesn't deserve an acronym! You call it by its name! Federation Force! Don't you dare. Don't you dare dignify it with an acronym. Don't I dare what? Don't you mean Federation Force <laughs> 2, Other Emmer? How many years left? I I can't even imagine what kind of train wreck of a game that would be. You get, no, it'll be like you, you get the see. Okay, here's the real pit of despair. You get it, it's the it's the new Metroid Collection for Switch. You get the Other M HD remaster. Okay. Yes. You get Federation Force 1 and then Federation Force 2. And don't forget special guest Blitzball. Blitzball, yes. Or whatever. Oh, Blastball. Oh, Blastball. Blastball. I they should. You know what they should do thing. is they should, in the Switch version of Rocket League, just put a Blastball mode in there. <laughs> Mike, Mike, I think it's time can for you to talk about a video game because I can't do this again? anymore. I want to talk with Mike about Cuphead. Yeah. I uh, played like 10 minutes. That game. That game doesn't give a fuck about you. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So I I did put up a little, uh, just some brief footage of uh, me playing some Cuphead uh, a couple uh, yesterday as of this recording. For those who don't know, it is a like 2D, mostly boss rush kind of uh you know a bullet hell kind of game but the the main catch is that it's kind of a a 1920s 30s cartoon aesthetic 
Uh, I mean, in like the music and all the character design um, and the animation. Uh, and it, it just like the polish on that is just so insane. Like it's it's such a gorgeous game just to look at, like, and just see all the animation of the guys kind of you know, bouncing up and down, like. And I love the way it looks. That was that's twenty dollars of the purchase right there. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm still I'm not too far in. I think I just cleared. I just beat the first world out of three, so I don't think it's a super long game. Yeah. But that yeah. game is no joke. Like those th those those fights can be tough. Like. <laughs> I think I said before, the length comes in the difficulty. Like, it took me 17 hours to beat that game, and mm -hmm. there's no... I mean, e the game taunts you by showing you, oh, you beat that boss, it only took you a minute and a half. Like, no, fuck you. I've been here for half an hour fighting that boss. The last run of that boss took me a minute and a half. But yeah, I think uh, I'm still getting used to the... Um like the gameplay of it like it's not i mean it's not the most like i'm not like i mean i like the gameplay i think it's i mean it's pretty it's good and challenging but i think i'm more drawn to just the art style and just the the, the polish of it just because it's i mean there's nothing else like it and it's just so well done like they just put a t you can tell they just put like a ton of effort into it and i mean you you i read about like the development of this game and the guys had talked about, and the developers were talking about, yeah, we had to, like, remortgage our house, which, sidebar, I think it sucks that you have to do that to, like, do, take a creative risk. You have to, do, like, get another mortgage on your house. That's kind of a bummer. Sidebar done. But it, it, it's just obvious to tell that they've just put so much, this was such a labor of love, and it really kind of shows is just, um, it's certainly one of the most memorable thing, memorable, and just stand out styles that have, I, I, I've seen in the game. I mean, it's just, we no, haven't seen anything like it, and it's just, I mean, it's the kind of game that I want to, like, I would, um, I'd want, this is the kind of game, like, my, my mom doesn't really play any games, but I, this is the kind of game I'd want to, like, mom, take a look at this. Like, can you believe that this is a game? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is it's wild. It's a spectator like, game. Yeah, it just to, like, just to show like what the medium is capable of just is like uh i mean i think it's that kind of game and i and i think that for me that's like what the really cool part of cuphead is is just like is just going to be introducing people just i mean yeah to pl i mean playing it's it's pretty fun but like i i think yeah i i i've i've been i've been in pretty uh, enjoying it uh, but i i just <coughs> I, i'm really excited to just share make sure other people ex at least experience it so briefly just to be like wow that is like wild yeah I, I, I plan on like i have a steam link and, and um you know putting it on the big tv and and showing showing my wife and showing my friends to come over i'm like look at this shit like video games like it shouldn't it shouldn't work this way but he, here it is like looking like a cartoon <laughs> seamlessly just it's it's <laughs> mind-boggling and as yeah. somebody who only saw the initial e3 trailer that they showed a few years ago before they took the time to like add the extra stuff and work on it like i hadn't seen anything leading up to it i didn't watch any quick looks or any coverage as it was getting out and i was like yeah i know that e3 was pretty cool but like there's no way 
they can do a whole game like this and fuck me they did it they really did it the game got delayed for like two years and it was whenever one of my friends would bring it up like oh cuphead got delayed again <coughs> i would always bring up look at the art and that game is like one of the few where like it's getting delayed yeah okay take all your time you need by the time it comes out well and I know some of that was like when they when they were talking about it after the first trailers and stuff came out a few years ago they're like oh it's just a boss rush and people were like oh wanted a little more so they took some time to like go back to the drawing board and add some of the run and gun levels and add stuff besides just the bosses Mm -hmm. um so that also was kind of like you know they kind of reworked that game from the ground up a little bit so it's part of the reason why it also took a little longer but you know I'm with you, Mike. I actually, in World Three, I think stopped playing them. But before, like, I, I hated them. Like they're they're <laughs> cool, but I think the game really shines in like the 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 more like tightly designed boss encounters. Like I think they're cool. I'm glad that they added them, but I think I I I kind of see why that they were mainly planning on the on the boss fights being the primary draw, uh, and. and but yeah, so yeah. I, I've really enjoyed that. Uh, let's see. What other thing? I mean, I've been doing some Overwatch, you know, the usual, because the... Um, let me see. They started the Halloween event again. That's, you know, same thing as last year. Fun. Worth checking out. Cool new skins. Yada, yada. Um, I've also been playing some Heat Signature. Ooh, uh, tell me about and, that. Which is, it's kind of like... I hate doing like oh it's the X of Y as as a comparison, but it's like t- imagine if you took like a Miami uh, no what's it called Hotline Miami style like top down kind of action game where you're like shooting people and like having had melee weapons and stuff and you're kind of planning out your ways to get through this level. If you kind of combined that with like the generate with like the procedural generation and like kind of semi and like kind of like the semi turn-based gameplay of ftl and like the with the setting of ftl 2 what game is this uh, that you're talking about my internet it's called it's a game called heat signature oh okay okay um Go ahead. so it's kind of so it is kind of this top-down like action-y game where you're like pausing to like okay i'm gonna throw my wrench at this guy i'm gonna turn on my shield i'm gonna grab this like wrench and teleport behind this guy and then knock him out and 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 kind of very carefully kind of planning out those moves and pause and then executing them um and it's 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 just really cool like i think uh, uh one of the things i really enjoy about it is just how uh, I mean, first of all, has really the name generation really good, um, except uh, it, it, because it's like a spa- it's like the space setting, so it's like okay, these are some really good Han Solo sounding names. Except uh, one time, like because when the mi- when the, when the game gives you like a generated mission, it'll be either like steal this device, hijack this ship, assassinate this bad guy, uh, or like rescue this person and. You, there's different ways to do that missions and then characters kind of do and get more stuff and things like that. At one time I had the one bad encounter I had with a 
randomly named person in that game is that I had a mission to <laughs> rescue someone named Fox Maga. Nope. And I was like, let him die. Nah, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I'm good actually. I, I'm okay. They, they'll be fine. I, I, I'm, I, I, I checked. It's an inside they'll be joke okay. for us here. I was like, that, that's, that's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. Um, oh, but yeah, I really like it. Uh, I think so. I, th I think it does some pretty crazy stuff. Like depending on how many people you have on your Steam friends list playing it, because if one of my guys got one of my characters got captured uh, before I could retire him, uh, he might show That's up in Josh's cool. game as someone to rescue, or like an item that I because when because because you're kind of trading in and out characters. Because at a certain point, as you start doing missions, you get less and less rewards from them as they've gotten so much like better in terms of their equipment. So it's like, it kind of at a certain point, it kind of forces you to kind of do it like a restart, uh, just to kind of give you a new a new direction and stuff like that. And when you retire somebody, you can like permanently name it one of their items. So if you had like a really good item that was really fun, like you can give it a crazy name, and then that will show up in your friends' games. So it has a lot of cool features like that, uh, but just generally, I've really enjoyed just the just the kind of loop of it is is pretty fun and chill. Uh, I yeah, I, it's it's um, I really enjoyed it. So, um, and you know, I've been playing some. I've been, there's been videos of me doing it. I've been playing some nucle some Nuclear Throne. Mm -hmm. It's not a new game, but it's just one I've had in my library for a while and have finally gotten around to checking out. Um, I have some videos up of me playing that game and not getting very far. The Nuclear Throne. Uh, but I, I enjoy that game. It's really fun. I love the music. I love the action. It's, like, probably, like, $5 on Steam and totally worth it. Uh, and I think as far as new stuff I've been playing, that I think that kind of covers all the bases. actually been playing metroid prime 3 corruption in Ooh. anticipation for metroid prime 4 and uh i have thoughts on metroid prime 3 corruption it's fun but uh it reminds me how much i hate <laughs> motion controls <laughs> there are too many times where the game's like do you want to advance hit these buttons pump that switch <laughs> Raise that lever, more fall here, then pump this switch, then remove this blocking shield, then scan it, and oh, oh, oh it is busy yeah. work. I, uh, <laughs> I have not played not that game since a, it originally launched, i pretty sure. I think that speaks to it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> that is probably my, that and the original uh, Metroid 2 are probably my least replayed Metroid games in that I've never replayed them. I think... Uh, and other M. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I've told the story several times. I played other M, beat it the same day, then it went straight back to GameStop store, uh, store credit. Because, fuck nice. that game. You know what? I, 
I brought mine back too. I sold it back. I shouldn't have because that means somebody else then had to play that game at some point. Oh. <laughs> I should have taken it to the oh. fucking fires of Mordor and burned it. <laughs> Man, uh, I might add that game to my collection just kind of as like the ET cart of what not to do. When you have a much loved video game franchise, do not. Ugh. Do not make the character the worst thing ever. <laughs> maybe there's a reason Samus should never talk. I don't. Maybe not. I don't know. But the, the, I, I like I like corruption. I'm actually looking forward to when we're done here, like finishing it off. But yeah, that game is busy work. That is busy work. The game. There are sections where the game tells you. I'm not kidding. It actually comes over your speakers and tells you. Samus, you can't advance to this area right now. You better go get that weapon that is now accessible to you I on forgot another about the planet. planet. And I looked at the game like, you're for real about this one right now. I hope, I hope that they bring at least the original Prime to Switch at some point. That would be, that would be lovely. They probably won't. But no, they won't, they won't, they won't. You know it's hard me? to bring... You know GameCube games over about? to the Switch, which is unfortunate, but goddammit, I would love it. Um, the next Prime game, Prime 4, won't have motion controls, and that alone makes me excited for the game, because there are too many times when I'm playing Prime 3 where the boss is difficult, not because the boss pattern's hard, but because I'm struggling to aim the remote at each <laughs> weak point because the boss's weak point keeps moving. And I'm like, this isn't challenging. This is just actually yeah, yeah. frustrating. <laughs> but, but I'm enjoying the game. I, I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst Nintendo game. Um, don't ask me which one's better. Uh, <laughs> uh, Samus Returns or Ooh, Corruption because yeah. uh, they're bad for a lot of different reasons, but they're also great they're very, for a lot of They're very complex reasons. and... Uh, Motion controls versus. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, they, they're just you know they're very they're very complex. They've got many layers. If they're you, like ogres and if, onions. If you were to strip out the motion controls, I would actually say Prime Three Corruption is the perfect entry point for anyone to the Metroid series because it's so easy. It's like baby's first Metroid game. Energy tanks are just right in front of you, blocking a choke point to where you can't go past into the next level without getting an energy tank you're like oh here's an energy tank it's right here no no you have to have it you can't skip this this is unsequence breakable you have to go through this little tiny crevice in a ball form and get this energy tank so it's not a bad game in, in that respect it's not bad but that's all i've been playing i actually even haven't played my try and true uh pubg in a while little here and there still good yeah still good still good what about you guys um, um anything uh anything in the news you guys want to talk about gentlemen um uh, yeah i guess there's a coffee lake processors intel uh, intel released what? its eighth gen processor we can talk about that in josh's tech corner for later in the show i oh that's coming i wanted you guys to take so i work in the industry so my take is tainted what you guys' take on loot boxes and microtransactions <laughs> because Jesus Christ, 
that has been yeah <laughs> mostly inflamed so by i i believe the the main culprits here are forces seven and, and shadow of shadow war. of war um Nintendo isn't innocent either. Hiding behind, like, content, behind fucking Amiibos, never okay. When those Amiibos aren't even accessible. So, I'm, I'm not giving them a I will say, I'm not going to lie, I have looked into recently um, RF reader writers and NFC stuff to uh, do Amiibo spoofing. <laughs> <laughs> Sick amiibo hacks incoming. What? <laughs> oh god! Don't be an amiibo hacker. Mad. I also think I might be. I also may not buy the SNES Mini and actually build my own emulator box out of a Raspberry Pi. But that's another conversation. <sighs> if you do, don't talk about it for like eight hours out of the day. Like maybe you should just build a SNES Classic. And no, I'm going to talk about it a lot, and I'm going to talk about the Etsy process I went through to get, like, a little, like, mini SNES uh, 3D printed and sent to me with, like, a case fan and an oh, LED and all that no. jazz. Maybe talk to them about uh, painting the top so it looks a little faded. Uh, that, but again, that's a conversation for another day. Right now we're talking ever, about maybe never. Is, is Okay. Mike, continue. Microtran I, I'm going to kill the microtransactions conversation right now. Don't okay. clap while you do it. Don't clap while yes. you do it, please. So basically, the problem is that the perver the proverbial horse is already out of the barn here because people already buy microtrans people already buy games with microtransactions and aren't going to stop doing that um, because games people want are going to have microtransactions in the future. Uh, it's all just going to come down to you know how it's how it's implemented and whether or not enough people will give a shit one way or the other. Uh, for example, like, Overwatch is a game that is that has a loot box-style economy where you can't just buy the skin you want. You are buying loot boxes where you have a, a minuscule chance to get what you want, but th I think they build around that in a not-shitty way because... You're not paying for new characters. You're not paying for new maps or modes. And considering what they've added to that game since launch, I think it's definitely. I think. Uh, I think they've definitely justified having, you know, letting people buy loot boxes in that game, just because of the the vast majority of improvements they've made to the game and the fact that all the things that you're buying are cosmetic. Like I think that is a big key, is when it be when the micro when the transaction becomes non, when it's something that's impacts gameplay, and is in a a single player game, that's when it's a real problem. So like for example, I mean I because I like in the discussion of Shadow of War, there's been a lot of hubbub about how the late game is really really grindy. And unless, and this is a single player game, so it's not like you're, and you're paying for content, you're paying for things that make the game easier. So it's like, uh, it's like I was listening to, like they talked about it on Waypoint Radio, and Patrick had mentioned that um, it kind of poisons the well because 
even if you know the developer says that they didn't intend to balance the game around these mechanics it you do have no way of knowing that they ever do that so i mean we, it all kind of comes back to our mantra of you know if this if there are you know bs microtransaction mechanics in a full price game make a lot of noise about it and don't buy it and then if enough people do that the free hand don't of uh, uh, oh, lazy for capitalism <laughs> will uh d will crush those who have in uh, who have in uh, unideal market conditions as he sips his PBR. Josh, I want your thoughts on it as well. Yeah, so... Eat the rich. I've, I've really been thinking about this a lot. <laughs> and I... No, I can't just say, like, fuck loot boxes because, it, you know, even I have been drawn to buy loot boxes or, or, you know, like, I bought loot boxes in Overwatch. I bought keys for loot boxes in PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Like, I've done those things. Mm -hmm. Um... And, and I can't sit here and say things like, you know, side with the, the voice actors in SAG-AFTRA and say that artists and develop, you know, people who work on the game need to get paid more. And then also sit here and say, like, I should only pay $40 for a product that I'm going to spend hundreds of hours with. Like, I can't, I, I you can't really separate those things. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I can't say that there are shitty implementations that are happening right now and that we need to be careful about what it is we put into loot boxes or behind that microtransaction wall. Mm -hmm. I get that companies need to make more money than the $60 game allows and they're, you know, they're trying to find that middle ground instead of raising the price of games for everybody to say, okay, we're going to keep games the same price relatively, but we're going to give the people that want to give us more money of an avenue to do that. But to, yeah, it's... but to make your game so incredibly hard to play without pumping in that additional money is, is really rotten when you've already paid $60 plus for a game. I get it in like, free-to-play phone games you're basically paying to win because you know you're buying gems and boosters and all that shit but in a game that you've already paid money for as a triple a title or some full featured game you should not then put those kind of free-to-play pay-to-win aspects in it i'm not saying you shouldn't have loot box i shouldn't say you have cosmetics but like don't make them consumable don't put things that make the the progress of the game grind to a halt unless you pay money. No. Like don't do things those that kind would of things. Things that would make you question whether or not the calculus of the game balance was changed because yeah, that's where that's where things like this become problematic. And I think you made a good point, Josh, because you know I like to support games I like. Making games is hard, and it's gotten a lot more. It's only getting more expensive, and unless people we're going to have to deal with microtransactions unless everybody agrees to, you know, I mean, it, it's okay. Well, it's like, if you don't want microtransactions in your game, how do you feel about paying $80 for a triple A game? And honestly, that's harder. That personally, for me, that's harder to swallow 
than saying exactly pay the and sixty dollars and then if you want to then someday buy a loot box or a microtrans you know if you want to do something cosmetic in the game do it you know buy forza 7 at sixty dollars and you know maybe we'll put some car packs out later and, and if you want to buy you know this classic muscle car pack or something like that then you know you can do that so but can i just and i realize once again full disclosure my idea my ideals on this are going to be a little bit tainted um the companies that release full release games 60 dollar quote-unquote triple a products that have years of time energy money artistry uh put into them it's only the biggest companies that are doubling down on like i'll give you an example of the game that's coming out lately and i think this is honestly the worst offender and that's a shame because i was really looking forward to this game and now i'm really considering not buying it now as a vote with your wallet type of stance battlefront 2 not only is it coming out 60 dollars, it's coming out with a season pass it's coming out with multiple ways to buy the game, up to and including it costing over $100 to buy the game. And it's having microtransaction loot boxes on top of it. And do not for a second tell me Disney EA is struggling for money. These are, this is just excess. It's like how, it's not a question of we need to make money. In that example, it's how much money can we make? And how much money can we continue to make? And in those loot boxes, they affect gameplay. And that's a multiplayer game. And yeah. that is so It's a real bummer. Shitty. But that, that just, on the other, uh, as justification, so, so tell how, these people, also these companies, you know, we I, I, don't, I don't like them doing these things. But then I, but you know, Late stage capitalism demands that they, you know, make that they have an obligation to their shareholders to make as much money as possible <laughs> just because that's how it works. So when they don't take advantage of these things and their game makes not as much money as it could have, but still a lot of money, it's a big problem. OK, yes, I I can't. I can't blame oh, a yeah, corporation sure, who has yeah, a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders not trying to be in a situation where they feel like they're leaving money on the table. I get that. But they need to be cautious because, yes, there is the avenue to make more money, but then there's also the avenue to get us to the point where we – finally say enough is enough now i say that and knowing that the sheeple consumers that exist in this modern day don't actually give two shits and will probably ruin the gaming industry even more because they'll never actually vote with their wallet like they say they will but maybe it'll happen and they should be cautious because you never know maybe maybe some people will 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 stop just blindly buying things because they're from a certain publisher or from a certain franchise. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm being opt fucking mystic. Hashtag take a knee for microtransactions. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, can you please yeah. unzoom your fucking camera? Please. No, no, I can't. I cannot do that. I can't I do that. Can, or can you can you tell me how to do it? Or is that a is that well, a no? You just pull up your camera settings. See now you have to now you have to screen cap me making some dumbass face uh, and I make it be the video thumbnail. Okay. I think my final thought on that is uh, when you make a video game, um, and this goes for anybody, honestly. Like Josh, nothing nothing stopping you from making games. Mike, nothing stopping you from making games. Uh, is the game going to be a product or is it going to be a work of art? Like Cuphead is a work of art. I don't. I think that's indisputable. Uh, Super Metroid is a work of art also i think indisputable is <clears throat> i'm sorry is shadow of war a work of art when there's well maybe not shadow of war that's a bad example but is the new battlefront 2 game coming out is that a work of art when there's so much stuff inaccessible without financial investment into it um is that a work of art or is that a product? uh i mean, I, th I would say yes I think that's – I don't think add, add, adding additional, like – I mean, you pay a movie – you pay tickets to a movie. I mean, does that but make a movie not the, art? But then you get charged, like, do you want to watch this scene? Yeah, do you want to, like – do you want to see the deep cuts of, like, where we missed out here and, like, half, a third of the way through? And then, like, yeah, you got the ending, but do you really want to see the real ending? Why don't you give us, like – Swipe their credit card. Give us five more bucks, and then we'll really show you the ending. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's watching a movie. We're this is like one of the few mediums where they ask you to pay for a product, and while you're enjoying I just think, the product, I just think that I, I just think it's for, disrespectful to, to say more. that a game is not a work of art because the published because the publisher mandated that it have a microtransaction it's business okay model to be a product. I don't think he's saying think that, that undermines there are artistic the, the, aspects the, the, in the it development and that it doesn't have the, that the work of the developers in the game I think that is pedantic to say I'll give you a better example and one that has passed okay uh Mass Effect 3 had DLC accessible to me one of the pieces of DLC was you got a Prothean team member with a gun that had infinite ammo. And the reason why it had infinite ammo is because the Protheans had advanced technology. I haven't checked, but I think it's reasonable that that DLC is not available to me anymore. Is that game, so, and I have no other way to access it if I didn't pay for it at that time. Is that game still a work of art? Because it's not complete. Because there's content on the disc that I, I can't mean, access. I think. Or is it a product? I think it's still a work of art. I think that's shitty. But it's still no, art it's, because video games are art. I don't understand. I don't. I, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not good. I don't. I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying it's still art. It's just bad art. I, I could agree. It's but bad it's still art. art. I think, I think this is. I think, think that's. Becomes like. Like I said, I think that's disrespectful to the. I'm of course not trying to disrespect anyone else in the industry. I'm just asking, like, where is the fine line between taking a game and sh putting it out there for people to enjoy and taking a game and you're using that as just a vehicle to make as much money as possible? Like, does watching, like, like does, does watching a TV show with commercials, does that make that not art? 
Fair point. Fair point. Sorry, uh, my my call had dropped. Hashtag eat the rich. Oh, nope, we lost. Oh, uh, KO knockout. <laughs> Man, you made such a good point. It literally knocked Ray out of the out of the <laughs> channel. <laughs> no, my call. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. Good, nice recovery. Wink, 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 wink. Uh, Anyways, you were saying about TV commercials. I mean, does watching a TV show with commercials mean Excuse that me. it's not art? I will say that it, it doesn't make it not art, but it makes it definitely more towards a product. What's a better TV show? Like? So products cannot be art? Products can be art. I'm not saying like uh, maybe I'm miswording this. I think he's I it's think he's asking if an incomplete product can be a work of art because you can't a complete you work can't of really art. call paying for the sixty dollar version of Battlefront two necessarily a complete product because of all of the stuff that is locked behind different microtransactions and additional payments. Mm. Yeah, that, that's basically what I mean. Or I'm that not there's not artistic not elements art. to it, I but like, can you call the base work. game of something like that that locks so much behind additional payments art, like a full completed piece? And I, I get that argument. I don't know if I'm fully on board with that's either fine. of you right now, but I think that's a that's a that's a conversation to be I, had. I think we're... Like, I think it's. I think the answer is yes. It's still art, but it's yeah, just—I mean, it's just not that, that's good. That's poorly worded on really my part. That it's not art. It's not a complete work. The, the the work isn't finished because the eventually. Well, okay. Well, uh, okay. Is was over when Overwatch released? Was that a complete work of art? You you know what? All the things that uh, you didn't you you never have to buy loot boxes to get all the skins in Overwatch. You have to play for a long okay. amount of time. Okay, but so, they've continually added to the game since its launch. They've added more maps, characters, events, and 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 modes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Overwatch is also kind of a weird bird because uh, multiplayer games like that they die. Like Overwatch has a shelf life, uh, whether we like to admit it or not. Um, Battlefield twenty one forty two. I have it sitting right over there on my shelf. Oh, rip. can't play it. Mm. <laughs> Rest in peace. I'm gonna pour some so out. Battlefield. I mean, whether you guys know it, Overwatch is gonna join it one day. Right there, there. Uh, you're gonna have the disc if you have a physical copy, and you'll be plugging it in, and it won't work. So. Yeah, Overwatch is a complete work, but it's it's a work that's gonna die. Unless Overwatch you can has shoot a the AI mode, I'm not aware of. On the way. <laughs> what? You can you you can play the tutorial level, and you can imagine what used to be. Yeah. It, it, that's like a really sad thing about certain like multiplayer games. Player unknown battleground. One day that game's gonna. Well, die. with two million concurrent players, it's gonna be a fucking day, long time, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll it'll be it'll be like World of Warcraft, and it'll take for fucking ever. <laughs> like it'll keep ticking along, but it it has a shelf life. But a game like I think one of my favorite examples of a game that I truly that made me fall in love with video games again is when I walked to Josh's house and I borrowed Final Fantasy VII 
and I put it into my PlayStation, played it and beat it with my stepfather, and it was such a great experience. And to be able to have that experience uh, at any given point, maybe one day I'll have kids and maybe I'll be able to share with them that experience. I think that's, that is the wonder that video games in that interactive medium can bring. But not all games can bring that interactive medium uh, because they have a shelf life, or because in this case, I mean, it, it kind of so reminds me of how hidden behind a paywall. I mean, certain other games are go- going to suffer their existential, you know, death when they, when you know you die, you die twice. You die. The, your first death is when you physically pass away, but then your second death is when no one, the last time ever, someone ever speaks your name. And it, it, in in, video, in terms of video games, wow. this is, it, it's like when the point that it, it's like it's like when uh, the last di- disc of Gex Enter the Gecko is destroyed. That is the first death, and then the second death is when no living human alive will understand the cultural references contained within the PlayStation One masterpiece of Gex Enter the Gecko. Okay, so Gex has already died a second death because every. But it I makes a Wayne's it makes Wayne's World references. It's not dead yet. It's it's you know it's straight up like trapping PS One core. It's it's real good. So that's my thoughts on microtransactions. At least I think overall what. They're okay if done right, but what it, the question is, what is done right? I feel cosmetics are fine. What's, what happened to just cosmetics? Yeah. When did we just when did people start collectively decided no, let's fuck with gameplay while we're at it? No, yeah. No way. I mean, I think we're I think we're at a real, we're, I think we're coming to a real turning. I mean, this might be pie in the sky, Mike here, but I think we're coming to a real turning point with like awareness of how these how these mechanics might subtle even it's like oh you can you can like grind for their own credits but it's like uh and you don't have to spend any real money um but at a certain point it's going to impact the gameplay and i i we i think we i mean justified or not i think the hubbub around this stuff might be reaching a point i mean because i saw um open critic that some you know bullshit review aggregator is gonna start surfacing like business like like microtransaction business models in like their main information about a game and as this stuff gets more attention this is the this is where the um you know this is where that uh, you know the actual like hey this game has business models i don't really like so i'm not gonna buy it like that that i think that is a lot seeing like a microtransaction fueled madness in your single $60 single player game is a lot more of a PR killer than it used to be. And I think, and in that, I mean, that's kind of what, that's what it all boils down to is when this is when, you know, all these execs have a, they have an Excel sheet that has a graph and it's like, okay, amount of money um, that we can make via gameplay microtransactions in our single player game versus money of people not buying our game because of that and there's a certain point where that where those two lines are going to cross 
and it's not and at that point it will no longer be worth it for them to have those mechanics in that game because it's costing them too much pr wise um and that and this cause this is of course just assuming that we don't get used to this and and normalize it and then and, but if we do then you know we're fucked so who cares i i i think i think you're right you're 100 percent right and i, I am. hope <laughs> hashtag way to be eat the rich I, I hope people uh, I hope people don't like look at the, the there are some people I've been reading online that are just like so what like, no, no 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 you you don't know what you're asking for when you say so what you're giving people the chance to ruin your favorite products and to you're you're asking for another game industry crash is what you're asking for because that's that's what excess greed can lead to. That's what kills. Speaking of things that would might kill the game industry, I have one. Crap. I have one other kind of quick, quick hit item I want to wrap up with tonight. Because I have to go to bed soon. So. <laughs> so <laughs> last week, BuzzFeed published a news piece, um, chronicling the journey of. Uh, of the internet's greatest, butthead Milo, and oh, Richard yes. Spencer and friends. And the rise of white nationalist lingo and ideas working their way into main, like main, quote mainstream right wing culture. Um, I'm wondering where you're going with this. <laughs> and a lot of, oh, d- give me one second. One one thousand. And the it, it, it's something that I think we've talked about before, and oh. and. There is very much a, a conscious effort on their part to use use things like Gamergate to start like building up an actionable kind of u- base of people to 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 kind of Trojan horse like the like like white white nationalist and Nazi ideology like into like gaming community and it just to, i mean obviously gaming has ha- a long time has had problems with um accepting diversity you know i mean if you go back a long time ask any you know ask a lot of people about how what kind of treatment that they receive on M- on like from on an mmo when someone finds out that they're a girl like for example i mean that the, the stories are old, as old as time but like Seeing how, like, going back to Gamergate and seeing how, I guess, action, like, the, like, how organized that, like, the hive mind of that was, like, under the guise of, quote, journalistic integrity, which on the surface sounds like, I mean, I want that in my games, but, like, seeing how that from the very beginning they intended to co-opt that to Trojan Horse in those ideas is something that in retrospect is i mean w- is very frustrating that i think a lot of i think a lot of gaming publications could have done the more uh, could should have done more and and said more and been more courageous about like getting to the bottom of what the real what is really going on with all of that and i wish i mean obviously hindsight is 2020 um I just wish I, I I a I just wish that they had done a, a gamer culture at large had done a better job of 
figuring out what this really was, what was really happening here. And I guess more importantly, going forward, like just be, you know, just just generally just like be kind to people and understand that, like, try not to get whipped up into a frenzy about, you know, oh, X company is doing Y or X reviewer said this, like, take the time, do the research with like trusted sources and, and and just check people and learn about them and you know when you see them trying to spout out something that is not true or hurtful call them out on it and don't let them continue to i guess i don't know distort what it means to be someone who likes to play video games and that's kind of my parting shot on that Exactly. So I get frustrated when people co-opt gaming culture to like push Nazi ideology. I don't know about. I don't Especially know. Especially somebody else. who you know for so long before he had that great opportunity said video games cause mass shoot. You know, video games are the cause of so many bad things that are terrible. And then all of a sudden, when it yeah. you know suits his. Mm-hmm. His narrative changes his mm-hmm. tune to everything, yeah, and, and looks at them as a legitimate media and, and wants to be on the side of gamers, yada yada kind of thing. So yeah, it's just it's just very. It, it, I mean, in hindsight, it's just very frustrating how, I guess, how brazen and and kind of obvious it was, and how f- unfortunately how how, how, many, how, how some, effective it was. And yeah, it's just a little something I hope bit, we can do better at. A little bit of just thought put into it a little bit of digging into some of the allegations and the people making those allegations and looking into things that they had said previous you know looking at things and said previously and said hey maybe this person's being a little disingenuous and trying to capitalize on this situation but like that never really mm. happened or if those you know did happen those people probably got shouted down because of the anger surrounding the events it, you know, just like we have to be a little more discerning with the the information we're giving, and the people we receive it from. Like, and I, I'm talking about everybody. You know, you gotta, you gotta be very critical, and mm-hmm. question. You can't just take one source and one headline at face value. You have to dig deeper. Yeah, and I'm definitely not saying give a free pass to. You know. I'm, like, don't give a free pass to someone just because they probably, I don't know, like, voted for Hillary or something. Like, uh, you know, question everybody. Like, but at a certain point, you have to understand that, like, like certain ideas just don't have a place in decent society. And that we shouldn't let people co-opt elements of our, fa- of our hobby to spread their hateful message. Yep. True to that. And uh, I think that's all I got. And uh, I need to go to bed soon because I'm a child. Yeah. It's okay. The Coffee Lake CPUs aren't going anywhere. All I'll say right now is I think Intel's making a huge mistake with releasing these right now, even though the benchmarks and stuff are good. We'll talk about that later, though, because I have some thoughts. And I I think Intel's kind of screwing themselves a little bit here. But uh, to make sure you are here... When I do talk about what? the new con- uh, I- Intel 
eighth generation Coffee Lake CPUs on the X370 motherboard, you should make sure you're subscribed to us on YouTube at Unscripted Gaming. Like us on Facebook at Unscripted Gaming. Follow us on Twitter at Unscripted underscore Gaming. Don't want to watch us on YouTube? You can also get us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, iTunes, Google Play Music, anywhere your podcasts are sold. You can get us, put us in your earballs. I really wish you weren't doing this right now. Doing what? Skirt, skirt. Skirt. This is why we're going to have video next time. Because no one knows what's going on right now. Yes, we should do yeah. that. I we like should, that. We should idea have video. A lot. We should also, we should we, they have talk shows on Twitch. We can just stream episodes live too. That would be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> then what you're saying is we should do it. Probably. <laughs> so to make sure that Great happens, make sure idea. you follow us on all our social media oh, and yeah, are kept baby. abreast of all of the crazy, <laughs> wacky antics that happen over here. But for Unscripted Gaming, thank you very much. I'm Josh. I'm Ray. I'm Mike. Peace. <laughs>